0: Welcome back to another very special episode of the Gradient Podcast. Why is it special, you may ask? Well, recently, like a lot of students across the country, we all went back to school. So we're getting used to this new format, new adjustment, which leads us into the topic of today's episode. Welcome to the Gradient Back to School special.
1: But before I begin, as always, we, we like to take a question from our audience. Uh, today's question uh, comes from Instagram user at Matthew underscore 2004. Uh, on Instagram, he asks... What is your hope for the future of the Gradient Podcast?
2: In my opinion, as pretentious as this is, I, I hope to impact as many youth and inspire as many people as virtually possible. I want to keep growing our platform until we are the biggest and best podcast on the internet. And obviously that does sound super pretentious and super above the limits. But I mean, if you don't aim high, you're never going to get anywhere. So that's my whole mindset when it comes to the future of the podcast. Jaden? I
0: completely agree. It's just... For us for anything in life you have to have a goal that you work towards and our goal is we want to reach out to as many people as possible we want to let our opinions be heard but also make other people confident to let their opinions be heard and the way we do that is to reach out to as many people as possible and just grow as a community
2: really fitting yeah. that whole team for the moon shoot for the stars type mentality
1: mm-hmm. yeah i mean i would love to be like <laughs> the biggest podcast around that'd be that'd be awesome um but i guess like more realistically and uh and more uh like goal-driven i would really like to one day be able to host like a like a panel you know where we where the three of us could just like sit and have audience uh like, like have a real life audience ask us questions uh i just think that'd be awesome to do and i look forward to the possibility of us maybe one day doing that
0: 100 percent, that'd be awesome
2: really quick I really hope that in terms of the Gradient podcast, I wish we can get so big that I can be walking down the street and someone stops and goes, you're the host of the Gradient. And oh,
1: that, is that, host is that for Gradient? The one-third of Gradient?
0: The I wouldn't use the word a host for Gradient,
2: okay? Uh, sorry, I have to give credit to my fellow peers, but one of the hosts for Gradient. <laughs> yeah,
0: that works.
1: <laughs> Are you a one-third of Gradient? <laughs> and okay. that really I'm
2: brings flash? To the, the topic of today's episode, online learning. Uh, I feel like online learning and our experience has been sort of a blessing and a curse because obviously we do get to get back in the groove of things, we do get to interact socially and expand our knowledge at the same time and obviously uh, this was the only possible solution considering the the times we have. Now coming with this I mentioned earlier it's a blessing and a curse and the curse is sort of the double-edged sword of it is a lot of technical issues with the platform. I don't know about you guys, but I, I've been time and again, been logged off and had a bunch of stuff cut out, having my teachers having to repeat stuff. And it's just been a little all over the place, but I mean, it is what it is, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Armand uh, and I, we share our first period. And like, I want to say maybe like 20 times now, our teacher has has crashed the the call. So yeah, I mean, it, it is definitely difficult, uh, you know, getting accustomed to uh, both the new learning environment, as well as uh, the variety of Uh, Difficulties and uh, impediments that come with it as well.
0: I think going into this, a lot more, certain teachers were just a lot more prepared than others to go into this type of like virtual environment. And it really shows. And I just hope that as time progresses, teachers and students get more adjusted to this learning environment and are better suited and more comfortable to work within that environment.
2: And even through the discomfort and obviously technical problems, you can't really blame the teachers. As much as it's, like, very easy to they're not at fault, and no one holds it at fault, but it is, at times, disorganized, and obviously, the first person you look to in authority when a classroom is disorganized is the teacher, but in no means is that their fault.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at least, like, compared to last year, I don't want to speak for, like, all high schools, but at least for our high school, um, uh, we started virtual learning in fourth quarter of, of our last year, and it was... It was bad. Like it was, it was not great. Um, no offense to our to our to our administration, but just the organization of it and like the way that that, that they handled it, it just was not was not proper. It, it it wasn't very conducive to a learning environment. Uh, but now they, they got a lot better. They they've had more experience with it. They have um a bit more uh, like uh, rules and, and like like uh, guidelines to use, and so it's it's definitely improved. I'd say at least. I, I mean, think, have, or go ahead. From go a, ahead.
2: Sort of learning perspective because they they were coming off a, a two-week spring break, half of it thinking that school would start again in a, a week mm-hmm. and a half. They, they had no preparation. Teachers didn't have already a, a side curriculum if and when this sort of uh, demolition scenario played out. So like, obviously the system was bound to be not ideal, but right. they made what they did and they were able to complete the year. And honestly, it was a lot easier than in-person schooling. So <laughs> definitely. <laughs> sort of there you know
0: at our school we actually last year we did everything on zoom everything was you a teacher would create a zoom call you join the zoom call simple uh this year we actually transitioned more into microsoft teams which i think again because it's a new platform a lot of teachers are having difficulty with that um so i think i'm we're actually interested as a whole year at the gradient podcast as to for our viewers that are going to a school and do online schooling what platform do you guys use so let us know right at Right up here.
1: Yeah, you got yeah Microsoft Teams. You have Google Meet, Zoom. Um, those are like the like the main three, right? So, what
2: platform yeah. has the comment section up here? <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> you know those <laughs> things where it's like it, it posts like a little like I thing with a little survey at the top. Okay, I like in the comments. Also <laughs> in the
2: comment.
1: In, in the comments too. One of one of the key differences uh, compare comparing between. Virtual and, and physical school. I think at least was uh, the first day of school. Um, you know, usually uh, when when we when we all go to school and th- for the first day of the year, you know, it's it's nice to like see all your friends. You know, after summer and like we all like you know congregate in the courtyard. Um, this year we just you know hopped on our computers again for like the hundredth time in a row, and uh, you know hopped on a call, and that was it. Uh, th- there was no like you know special introduction or anything. It was just kind of like a normal day almost
2: those congregations in the courtyard you were talking about if and when we do go back to school in terms of real school what do you think that's going to be like because
1: yeah i think um people you know people have been saying a lot like there's there is not going to be like a a going a going back to normal you know everything's going to be different after this and i i I kind of agree with that um you know like usually like you know in the morning i you know i'd hang out my friends in the courtyard you know i'd maybe like you know like Play some, play some like games or something on, on my phone, um, but now like because of you know all like the uh, social distancing stuff, I don't really see people um, at least like immediately uh, getting back to just like you know our, our everyday uh, buddy buddy kind of thing that we had before. It's gonna be everyone's gonna be very careful, very cautious. Um, going be a lot of like, people gonna be you know like spaced out a lot, so it's gonna be difficult. You know, going back to what we would call our our normal.
0: I think one observable thing that's going to happen if and when we do go back to school is in this online environment, not everyone actually has their camera on. And I think this can actually have some interesting effects when we go back to school where teachers aren't really going to know who a lot of their students are. Like for the classes that do mandate having your camera on, that's different. For the other ones where everyone is just a logo, a picture, or a profile picture, teachers aren't really going to be able to put faces to names. And I think that's going to really have some, like, initially humorous, like, consequences when it comes to going back to school.
1: Yeah, like, uh, Jay and I, we, we we have a class together. Um, and in that class, like, the teacher doesn't want cameras on for whatever reason. Uh, she just prefers them to be off. And so when we go back, it's going to be kind of funny because she's not going to know anyone, like, at all. <laughs> she's going to be like she's gonna she's gonna. we're gonna be like half of the year and she's still gonna be learning like faces and names it's gonna, be, it's gonna be kind of fun
2: going back to these like kind of awkward situations i feel like we're bound for so many of those especially when we do go back because i know like we're so accustomed to like hugging each other or like giving that weird like high five <laughs> the, the weird little cool. thing
0: that you do yeah.
2: <laughs> what, what, what used to going in for and the other guy's just gonna be like oh germs you know yeah, well, yeah you know oh, yeah.
0: oh. So
2: it's like it's just the atmosphere is gonna be completely shifted and oh, i right, know, how awkward is that going to be but like you know the whole mindset of embracing discomfort for like development i feel like that's really going to shine coming back to school there are definitely
0: going to be a lot of changes for us students going into the upcoming year but what do you guys feel about uh the changes well there's going to be a lot of changes when it comes to you know going virtual and going back to school right so mm-hmm. what do you feel mm-hmm. are the changes that are going to happen for teachers in both virt- being virtual now and going back to school
2: the main thing i note is that teachers who usually have a super strict philosophy really are are changing their methods and means to sort of adapt to uncharted territories between both teachers and students cuz now what they, they truly realize is that not saying that they didn't before but as much as they're learning the new platform so are the students and they really like are very not not as a little more lenient on a bunch of other things if that makes sense
1: yeah, it is a a joint effort between students and teachers uh, more than most more, more than it usually is in like in like in like a normal school environment because you know we're more accustomed to technology than they are because you know we've we grew up uh, with technology and you know they're still they're still a little bit unfamiliar with it so yeah like it, there is there's gonna be times where. At least now, you know, we have to help them out with uh, with getting, you know, getting things set up in teams or, you know, and they have to, you know, give us assignments, obviously, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely a two-way street. Um, it's going to be very important for, for both parties involved to be uh, communicative and uh, and clear with one another. And I mean, it's, it's, this is going to change education as we know it, I, at least I think. Um, but that's my stance.
0: hundred the- percent. I think that education as a whole is... We're, there's definitely a lot that both teachers and students are going to take away from um, this new era of education, where it's. I'm hoping that people are a lot more collaborative and cooperative, and better work um, work better together to create solutions for you know problems that exist now and problems that could potentially exist in the future. At least that's what I'm hopeful for.
2: And I think going alongside what both of you are saying, um, in terms of like
1: on <laughs> <laughs> the whole water a little water break
2: quick hydration break ah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't our footnotes anyways <laughs> um going back to like what you guys were saying in terms of that you also have to think about like the the students drive to succeed in school how that's being affected by online schooling because i know that's less applicable to us being the, the scholarly students that we mm, have. Yes, yes, the Absolutely. scholars we are. I am an actual uh, scholar. Check the bio. bio. Instagram bio. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, the kids who don't, like, are, are only, like, there to participate just for the credit and for the past, they're going to be so unresponsive and undedicated to studies, at least what I think, that it, it's going to put serious limitations on not only their, like, ability, but also the teacher's ability to properly instruct the classroom.
1: Mm yeah and like you know we, we we keep you know talking bad about about virtual schooling, but you know there are some parts that, that I do actually like um uh, I usually say that you know it's comparing you know, comparing virtual to, to, to real life school definitely you know physical school is preferable but you know i at least uh, I, I perceive some advantages uh, most most notably I think is um how how much of like the fat of like a normal school day is trimmed uh, and so what, what I mean by that is how uh, there's, you know, like, like, like the the downtime between classes, you know, waiting for the teacher to show up, you know, open the door, just look through the classroom or, you know, like like lunchtime, stuff like that. Uh, that is, uh, it's restricted and it's a lot more, there's, there's a lot more just like direct engagement with the students rather than having, you know, like 10 minutes in between every period. At least for like a, a block schedule like us, and so I think that, that there are some, there's definitely some advantages to that because you know there's there's a lot more uh, like direct access to the work you have to do um for people like me who like take the bus home i can like instead of like uh having to like wait twenty twenty five minutes you know getting getting home on the bus I can immediately get 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 get, uh, get started on my homework I'm already here um, e- even though I don't but you know I could <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think for students like a definitely a net benefit from virtual school is it gives them a lot more flexibility in like in spending their time and choosing how they want to use it. But also it just gives them a lot more freedom where the fact that we were forced to commute to school every single day and the schedule there, like you said, was a lot more filled with, I, want, I don't want to say unnecessary time, but extra time that, you know, mm-hmm. didn't really serve a huge purpose into us learning. I think it just puts a lot more hands in the students to spend their time wisely, better, you know, it, it's going to take away a lot of the stress that comes with being in a schoolhouse for a set number of hours every single day.
2: Online school is honestly testing our independence beyond any other factor we've ever, like, faced. Because uh, as much as, like, the environment of school is half of the learning itself, being able to schedule and plan your whole self accordingly without any guidance is a is a true, like, sort of corresponded to what's going to happen after school and once we go into the whole work environment in the real world, as they say.
0: So I have a lot of takeaways from like my first couple of weeks in online schooling, but I want to hear like, what are any tips or advice you and takeaways just in general that you have from online schooling that you'd like to share to other teens?
1: Number one tip, at least that I've found, uh, turn on your camera. Actually, you know, it, when you're uh, like on Zoom or Teams or whatever, turn on your camera because that forces you to be more accountable for your actions. Uh, when your when your camera's off, you know, you could just as easily, uh, you know, scroll through Instagram on your phone or you know, just like you know, like mess around without actually like paying attention. So you know, turning on a camera, it does force you to actually engage with each, with, with your teacher and, and with the class. And so I think, at least for me, that has helped me uh, stay focused on my on my classes, um, retain information better because of because I'm more focused. And just generally speaking, it's 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 improved uh, my learning experience online. I think for the teachers, cool, or you can go, you can go.
2: Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I've been talking oh, off okay.
0: a lot. <laughs> I think for the teachers too, because. Um, we're, we all do different extracurricular activities, and we all have different positions in each of them. And for me, I you know mentor students in debate, and we have our first meeting today. And when you're you when you are talking to other people and you are the presenter, it really puts into perspective what it feels like to you know be the teacher in the online world, where it's kind of just very draining to talk to a bunch of like images and initials on the screen. Where if you have people's cameras. You actually feel like they're listening to you and they're interested in what you have to say. And it's just more engaging. And I think it's going to improve, you know, just the learning, your learning experience as a whole if you have your cameras on because you'll feel better and the teacher will feel better. And I think everything is just going to run more smoothly.
2: I think I can just like picture the teacher's whole discomfort of speaking to a bunch of initials on their screen. A bunch of glowing circles. (laughs) Yeah, a bunch of like colorful circles that say our initials on there. In my case, AX. In Jaden's case, JQ. In Evan's case, EE. Um,
1: yes, totally 100%. accurate. 100%. <laughs> it
0: just docks my information.
2: <laughs> they
0: can yeah, check Or, them.
1: you know, in the case of Zoom, going boxes, you know, for, yeah. for my Zoom users out there.
2: For sure, yeah. And, like, it's obviously very uncomfortable for them. And, and another tip, by the way, I was trying to get to that before. Don't let the fact that you're online and you are accountable for everything dismotivate you. That's not a word. But un- <sighs> un- what's the word...
1: Motivate, I think that's the right word to use yeah, that. Right? Hopefully,
2: all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. Okay,
1: <laughs> we'll go with that one. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, we'll go see. in the comment section either here, 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 depending on the platform. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> depending on the platform, the comment sections can be anywhere. We're on a lot of them. Just check the one <laughs> www.itsgradient.com. Shameless nice plug. But nice. Uh, I see what you're doing. Do we'd like to introduce our next guest, Jaden. Would you do the honors?
0: Well, actually, really quickly before we introduce our next guest, which I'm very excited for, I just wanted to give a little bit more of my takeaway. So what I want to say to teens just in general is online schooling has its benefits. It's, in my opinion, easier for students to get accustomed, and it's, again, more flexibility and freedom. But at some point in time, you are going to go back to school, and I just don't want students and teens specifically to be carried away with this completely new environment to them where they just they act and perform differently from how they would in regular school because again all your actions in online school when we do go back to regular school are going to catch up to you so just take it seriously that's all take it seriously and you'll be okay
2: all right on to the next bit of the gradient podcast evan can you please introduce our beloved guest
1: sure take it away me from the past Joining us now, we have an AP Capstone seminar teacher, graduate of Northern University of Michigan, and a certified Jason Derulo introduction impersonator.
3: impersonator. Jason Derulo!
1: So unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you probably know that schools across the United States of America have been starting the 2020-2021 school year uh, virtually. Uh, For most people, schools have returned in an online fashion. So we wanted to get uh, your opinion as a high school teacher on the current virtual environment that most schools uh, have been under for the past uh, f- for the current year.
3: That
2: well, being said, oh, oh. we figured out. Know, answer. Sorry.
3: No. Um. To basically, it's it's a different type of teaching for sure. It's got a whole new set of struggles. Um, I can probably, I can definitely say for myself, it's not ideal. I really prefer being face-to-face for sure, especially now that we're into the school year a couple weeks. Um, But I also want to keep our population healthy, myself and my family included. And I feel that putting the health of our states, our nation in front is still needs to be a main goal. And what's actually nice about Florida right now is that we are finally starting to trend down in our numbers But I think in order to keep that going, we still need to remain online for a bit.
2: Since you talked about uh, being active in online learning, coming from an AP teacher, what adaptations do you have to make to your curriculum to ensure that your students are capable to take a modified AP test?
3: So we have to make everything like easily available and College Board luckily has been out front with a lot of stuff. Um, When we had to go to online testing last year, they they did a really good job informing all the teachers. They've been creating a lot of YouTube videos for students to refer to and watch on their own, which is great because we, again as you guys know, your students as well, being online and staring at a screen for seven hours is exhausting for anybody, even for doing it for three to four hours, it's a lot. So as a teacher, it's hard enough to be engaging face-to-face on some days, but looking at it in an online perspective, it's even more difficult because we're looking at a screen Typically you guys have been in my classroom. I move around a lot. I am very vocal, hand gestures, all kinds of stuff. So to do that online, as you can tell, it's a lot. I'm still like moving around a lot, but it's not the same. Um, and from AP, you guys know we have to have that college level. We have to have that rigor and make sure you guys are set up. So it's a lot more of um, setup. Um, there's a lot more creating things online that are easily accessible. that are easy to understand because again, if you're in the classroom, it's a lot easier to walk around, verbally help, have those conversations, especially in a class like seminar when we're doing a lot of debate, argumentation, research, um, and being able to speak that way is much easier. So online, again, it's figuring that out and trying to figure out how can I make this adaptable online, understandable, and then still be available so when my students need help, I'm there. And then there's the other idea of since we are online, we have things like Canvas, Remind, all of that. So you also have to keep in mind it's important at some point disconnect. Um, We can't be online 24-7. And as much as, you know, as a teacher, I want to help my students as much as I can. But at some point, there has to be like that cutoff, like, okay, this is the end of my day. And you guys have probably noticed when you're home all the time, you're doing work at odd hours, or you're like, oh, it's nine o'clock at night and I've been doing my homework the entire time. What am I doing? So that's a tricky part too. But Mm -hmm. as far as curriculum goes and putting it online, I've been using Canvas for the last couple years. So the transition hasn't been that difficult. It's been tricky, but getting the curriculum up isn't too bad. And again, College Board has a lot of digital stuff. They have AP Classroom, which is available and a great resource. So that's been
2: helping a bit, too. And on the topic of College Board, I know you were praising sort of their, their ability to uh, shift as the times developed. I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but College Board has received a lot of critique by students, particularly on their uh, subject at hand, specifically in their Instagram comments. Are you aware of this? And what are your thoughts?
3: I've seen a few of them, and I know there's a lot. there's been a lot of discontent over it as far as the scoring and things like that, so that's part of yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Their comments are all really funny it to varies. read sometimes, yeah. but not not the nicest. Well, they it, try their best, and honestly, what you can do, what can you do?
3: It's it's tricky, too, because they, you went from a much larger exam to a much smaller exam, so just the opportunity of getting more points and getting a higher score is going to go down. You have less opportunity, so that you know it's again it's the best we can did it come out pretty good yeah was it the best possible thing not necessarily but again as everyone's been saying lately these are unprecedented times we've never dealt with this before we're kind of doing the best we can and you guys know it's the new norm which is one of our favorite phases apparently so
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. so last year all three of us had the privilege to have you as a teacher and towards the latter half we started going into this e-learning environment so i want to know what changes have you made going to this year and what have you taken away from last year
3: mm-hmm. um we weren't live as much i didn't do as much live instruction because we had most of our year done so you guys were pretty much full steam ahead working on your last uh performance test and getting that done um so do
2: we actually
3: <laughs> so uh, we
1: we're gonna talk about that part <laughs> yeah it's, it's,
3: fine, it's fine it's fine um nobody procrastinates in my class at all not even me it's fine not um, <laughs> <laughs> um so as opposed to we did a couple live like zooms but there weren't that many because everyone was kind of in their own bracket did, working on their own research their own projects so now since we're at the front, what was that
2: were people as engaging online as they are, as you'd assume they'd be?
3: Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. One of the, I think one of the most useful things we did last year was conference one-on-one about your papers and talk about them. And I think that helped a lot because typically I would have done it in the classroom and I was happy with that. But it's tricky because, especially at the end of last year, none of us really knew it was gonna go. What was gonna happen? Like everyone was kind of like, I don't know what's going on. We're stuck at home. We were supposed to come back. What is this? You know, and everything was like so new. And basically, they were like, Hey, teachers, by the way, we're not going back to your rooms. Put everything online, and get your kids to the rest of the year. And we were like, What? We but we have AP testing. Like, what's? How are we gonna possibly do this? Um, but luckily, you know, we got it figured out. And you guys all still did really well, um, which is great. But yeah, it was tricky. And going into this year, we I'm live on, we're using Teams now instead of Zoom, but I'm live on Teams at least for part of the period, talking, instructing, going through all the main skills. And then they'll basically do some work and then I'll come back at the end and kind of recap and go through it. So um, a bit more live stuff and we have to, um, physically be available the entire period so a little bit different
1: so now that we've moved into online learning how do you see online learning affecting uh the way that you teach uh once we do return back into physical education
3: um i feel like i'm just gonna be super excited to see like real people face to face (laughs) i'll probably be super giddy for like oh my gosh you people you're not just circles on my screen um so i'm like really excited about that um and i'm just gonna be probably super happy like we're at school um but as far as like classroom teaching and i'll probably go back to my ways i mean i've been doing this this is year 13 for me so i've pretty much got my routines down and things like that um And I'll still utilize a lot of the technology like I have been because Canvas is a great source. It's easy to upload stuff, easy to use, and I know it way better now than I have, you know, before. So that'll be helpful. Um, But it'll just be nice to be in the room and actually, you know, have like physical books in front and things like that. So (laughs) I think what this whole online thing is actually doing is really showing us how important it is to actually be around people and to be able to have, like, those social experiences as opposed to just being online. So I think it's going to be an interesting, like, societal thing as well.
2: Do you think the whole shift into online learning sort of benefited some people? Because I'm going to give my example. For our, our, our research topic that we, we were doing in your class, uh, yep. we had the, the research paper and the presentation. And I, I'm sure you remember that catastrophic error that happened in our presentation. <laughs> Uh, very iconic, very funny, but would be a, a decent nullifier on our grades. But thankfully, it wasn't me, and it wasn't uh, affected. It didn't, it didn't impact our score. So mm-hmm. coming from that perspective, do you think some kids sort of prefer the online AP testing method?
3: Um, I think some do. I don't know that I'd say the majority, um, but I think some definitely do. I know some kids have told me, like, I'd rather just do school at home. I like being at home and I like doing it that way. And I know I'm I know we've had a shift, um, not necessarily our school, but other schools in the county have had a pretty decent shift onto online learning and virtual school because it just said, no, I'm doing virtual. So I think some definitely prefer it. Um, especially those. The issue with online stuff though is that you've gotta be able to motivate yourself and get the work done. Um, if you need that teacher present to kind of be like all right let's go like you can do this like let's get it going um and have that person to kind of like remind you and bring you back then some people need that some are some people are totally fine online like here's my list i'm gonna get this done here's my schedule i'm good to go so yeah i think some people definitely um have benefits from it um but again it's you know that personal choice and those learning styles are also going to impact what people decide to do
1: yeah at and least in on that- online learning yeah a fire alarm can't interrupt your seminal presentation <laughs> for your project. I, I think that's like, that's like one of the benefits, right? That's true. At that's
3: least.
2: definitely- one the be. benefits,
1: yes.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, unless it would be kind of funny if someone was taking an AP exam online at home and their fire alarm went off in their house.
2: It'd be really that's, funny if someone that's
3: just- That's what we call irony. <laughs>
2: It would be hilarious if someone just completely forgot that they had a slide to present and just stood there for like a minute and a half. Yes. um, You know, but I know you were speaking earlier about uh, the the connectivity with students and how some students would uh, just prefer online, given a list of orders to do and do them. Were you still able to connect with those sort of students? Maybe not on the level you had previously, but are you able to provide like an example or an instance where you did feel that sort of student to teacher connection that you usually do?
3: Yeah, a bit. I mean, it's, I made sure, um, I mean, part of the cool thing about teaching is getting to know a bunch of different people every year and to, like, make those connections. And it's a little different online because you're not face-to-face, but at the same time, um, one of my first things that I had my kids, my students do was basically write a discussion and just tell me about yourself. What are some things you want me to know about you? It doesn't have to be, like, super deep stuff. It doesn't have to be, you know, it could be that you love Jason Derulo. Um, So whatever, like, things that you want me to know. And it was kind of cool because I could read through all those discussions. And then I could comment. And we kind of had a back and forth. And that was just kind of a neat thing. So kind of let me know, like, where we're at, who I've got, you know, in front of me and whatnot. So... That, that connection is there. And it's kind of nice because now that I'm also teaching seniors this year, I'm, I've am i had kids that I had in seminar. I have them in AP Lit now. So it's kind of cool to see the same faces or at least see the same, like, name bubbles pop up. Um, mm-hmm. And they know me. So, like, when I make my, you know, puns or my, you know, really terrible jokes, they're like, yep.
0: yep. It's KR
3: again. So, and or that's bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of comforting but um yeah i mean those connections can still be made but you know it's not quite the
2: same so i feel like it's a lot easier transition for you being the like extroverted quirky teacher that you are Uh, (laughs) um but on the other hand you you have a lot of those more introverted teachers and more reserved teachers the ones that just give out the packet and now they have to adapt and sort of lead and pioneer their class forward in an unprecedented territory And obviously it's going to be difficult for them in those situations, but, you know, and again, it's like a skill that we're going to learn and that will benefit us in the future of the more digitizing world, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I do. And those teachers that weren't really familiar with Canvas or weren't using it a whole lot and haven't really done a lot of this digital stuff, they have definitely, you know, done a lot of work, put in a lot of work. and it's great to see like more people come on board and because I've I've been telling people for a while like use Canvas. It's got some really great resources like let me know. I'll come help you out whatever you want to do because Canvas has a lot of options and if you've never really played with it or if you're not really one to kind of mess with technology and like see what can I do with this? What does this do? Um, it's, it's a little scary and like nerve-wracking especially when you're looking at you know kids that are planning on going to college kids that want grades kids that want to do these things you know it's a it's a lot to deal with and i'll tell you too when we went through all of our trainings during planning week i had a day where i was completely overwhelmed with the amount of technology like i had to just take a minute at my desk and be like okay don't punch all the things it will be okay like that you can do this like deep breath like you can do this i had my 20 minutes almost had a nervous breakdown and then i was like all right we're good. We we got this. Um, so I can only imagine for people that aren't as familiar with the technology, how much of a transition they've had to make. So I feel like, and I feel like um, we've we're getting it down. It's still a bit of a struggle, but we're getting there and they're trying to, you know, fix our systems consistently and try to make it easier for us and for you guys. So we'll see where we end up. <laughs>
0: so, overall what impact has online learning had or uh,
3: just in general outcomes um i think a little more appreciation.
0: what outcome are you most hoping for to come out of this situation
3: um i think i think part of it is just maybe a little more appreciation for how much teachers do just on a daily basis um i feel like especially now that kids are home and their parents are having to help them with school and kind of work on that stuff. I think that's gonna kind of give that idea of, yeah, these, you know, they they do do a lot on a daily basis. Um, I can only imagine what elementary school teachers are doing online. I mean, the, the amount of setup that we do at the high school level is a lot to try to keep like second graders engaged online. I don't, those people are just, being amazing. Um, My mother cause... is
2: one of those teachers, actually. She's a Montessori teacher.
3: Holy uh, cow. She's actually
2: going back in school. She's, she's been going to the li- yeah. classrooms, but she's also been teaching virtually on the side for her students, and it, it, today was her first day doing it, actually, right before we filmed, and it it, it was um, sort of a new territory, much like everything, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot more difficult for them when they have to have a lot more physical engagement in terms of, like, like standout activities that you really right. don't need in a high school environment. Exactly. But if it's taught and trained, and to, it, it's getting better.
3: Yeah, it's. I mean, and as far as outcomes go, too, I'm just hoping that people really see just the social aspect of school. Like, yes, curriculum's important. Yes, getting the skills, getting the knowledge is important. But at the same time we learn so much about our society, the way groups work, the way other people work, the way we work as people, just being in a school environment. So I think that's gonna um, have a bit of an impact too because it's you know it's pretty evident now, especially since a lot of us have been in quarantine or laying pretty low, how much we miss people. Like I know when I see like, they've been allowing us to come into school and teach in our classrooms. So we'll like have our masks on and like keep our six feet, but you're like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to see you. I haven't seen you. Oh my gosh, people, but don't get too close. Like, we're like oh my gosh. So it's very like, I think that's definitely part of it. And just being around people. I know when we can have like a couple friends over, it's like, yay. Um, so I think that whole social aspect is going to be interesting just to see um how much we appreciate that as well and and extracurriculars like we're not having sports we're not having band we're not having clubs all of that is suspended right now um and that's rough um i mean i played three sports in high school i don't know what i would be doing if they were like yes sorry no sports be like uh but that's the thing i do aside from grades so what am i doing myself (laughs) so yeah it's a it's, it's gonna be interesting
1: So now that we've been uh, in online school for a couple weeks now, uh, what would you say is the biggest obstacle that you've faced uh, in this new environment?
3: Teams, Microsoft Teams, hands down. We had a big disagreement on Monday. Um, It was, yeah. So one of the trickiest parts about seminar is it's a lot of group work. So we're online. Um, So when you go into different channels, there's a way to do it, and they want us to monitor everything constantly. Like if your kids are online, you're monitoring them. That's what you're doing. And there's a part of the system where you you can open as many channels as you want, but you can only actively be in four of them. So you guys got lucky because your classes were super small last year. My smallest seminar class this year is 31.
2: Oh, wow my biggest is 35. Wow. And I know uh, classrooms around the district have been having a lot of problems with Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Teams. Yeah. And not even just like in terms of like function, people have been very like unattentive and on like caring of like using the software for schools entirely. I'm not sure if you heard, but I, I read about this this morning. I feel like we can bring it up. There's <laughs> a one student's facing a lot of controversy i think in west broward high school for joining some random microsoft teams and being very like um offensive to so many people and like it's it's just not going to properly work there needs to be some sort of system
3: so there are checks and balances that teachers can do we can set them up to only let in certain students like you can preload your kids but it takes forever Um, Mr. R and I did that before school started. We took the time to preload all of our kids into our classes so we knew who was coming in. We checked their student number. We made sure, because we, again, kind of got out in front of it and they told us at our meetings like, hey, just so you know, Teams is easy to jump on. So make sure if they're a student in Broward anywhere, they can find your Teams and get on. So make sure you've got it kind of secured, locked down, private, so there are certain settings. Um, And again, it all depends on how well your people are trained. So if you've got good training, good instructors, like, you're good to go. But if you don't completely know the system, as in any system, there's always going to be a way in. There's always going to be people that figure out technology. Like, you can think it's as secure as possible, but someone's going to figure something out. Um, so, yeah, and, the, and and you can actually get suspended from online school. You can get a suspension. You can get a referral. um they're happening because that's the same thing kids have been jumping on being inappropriate doing stupid stuff and they're getting in trouble so it's um it's interesting but um yeah to preload took me a good hour and a half to enter every single student i have because i have a bunch this year so you know again it's something that we're new to it and it's going to take some figuring out. We're already getting emails saying like, they're fixing this on Teams, they're going to redo this, all of that.
0: So I'm assuming the answer is going to be Zoom here based on what you just said, but which you prefer, Microsoft Teams or Zoom?
3: Yeah, I mean, it. they both have their flaws. Um, Zoom is a little bit more user-friendly. There's like less setup to it, but Teams has some other functions that are also really helpful. Um, so it's, it's kind of, you know, they both have pros and cons, but now that I'm used to teams, um, and if they do this new fix that they say they're going to do, it should improve it a bit. So I'm on the fence about both of them.
2: <laughs> now, we have, uh, one more question before we want to go to a quick Spitfire segment. Okay. Um, in the event that, uh, school does restart in like with a decent amount of time left in the year, uh, what are your thoughts on creating a rugby team for the <laughs> school? I know you, 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 you did rugby. And yeah. And you, you went growing up.
3: Yeah. So we used to actually have a rugby team. I coached it. Um, we were a combination of our school and another school. Um, were we because, in Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're actually really good. I coached a girl side and then we had some male players as well. But again, we combined with other high schools because you kind of start them as city teams, like travel teams. Um, And then actually one of our male players, he plays for the USA Eagles now, which is like top of the top. Like that's our national team. That's professional rugby. Yep. He played football for our school and now he's a USA Eagle, which is pretty awesome. Um, Wow. Would I be able to start rugby now? No. Um, my kid's turning four. Um, I have, like, literally no spare time. <laughs> um, but potentially in the future when my son's older restarting rugby, Yeah, I think it's a great sport. I think it teaches a lot of really awesome skills and who doesn't want to smash into people for a good 80 minutes.
2: Are you going to grow him, like, up to play rugby?
3: If Are he you, wants you play? to. Um, if he wants. We'll see. He, um he's just really into dinosaurs right now. So we'll see where that goes. Um, but I mean, whatever he wants to do, um, I just wanna basically raise a good human. So that's that's the plan. <laughs> but will I kind of nudge him towards rugby? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so I actually have one more question. Um, what advice would you give to teens going forward in this new learning environment?
3: Try to be as adaptable as possible. Um, Again, we're all learning these systems. This is all, you know, pretty new to a lot of us. Um, Be hopeful. Try to do your best work. I know it's hard sitting in your bed on a Teams meeting all day. Um, But, you know, your teachers, we're people too. And also turn on your cameras every now and again because it gets really boring staring at those circles.
2: (laughs) I keep my camera on in all my classes.
3: Yeah. I have a few kids that do. Most of them are just circles, though, and I'm just like, you guys with me? You guys with me?
2: I guarantee they're not on the, like, oh. attentive either.
3: What? No. Are you—you're kidding. No. They don't no. just turn on and walk out of their room. Nuh-uh. Mm. No.
2: So now, going <laughs> into the Spitfire bit, uh, the first question I'll start off with, guess which member of Gradient's birthday is today? <sighs> uh,
3: Evan?
2: No. No.
0: Nope
3: oh who yeah
0: correct got it (laughs) thank you thank you yay is cereal a soup soup
2: is cereal a soup oh
3: is cereal a soup oh no ew it's cereal gross
2: who's your favorite member of gradient
3: that's not fair
2: Uh, oh come (laughs) on i mean it's clearly
0: me it's
3: definitely Evan.
1: Oh, oh my. God. I knew it. I knew it.
3: <laughs> only only because Evan looks just like the younger version of one of my closest friends.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> all right. He was in. guessing it wouldn't be because he turned it his an assignment in the last second.
3: Got it in. Whatever. Cool. You can't spell procrastination without pro. That's
0: in. true.
2: All
0: or right. Evan.
1: Sure. In a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. What's more important, the peanut butter or the jelly? Oh, peanut butter. Best type of cheese?
3: What type of cheese? Best type. Oh, best Munster, hands down. Munster cheese.
0: Is the earth flat <laughs> or round? Round. Pineapple on pizza?
3: No, oh god, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's Sardines on pizza? Never had it, but cheese I would I would taste it. Cheese, yeah, cheese on pizza, yes.
2: Fair, Fair assumption. Uh, favorite podcast? Aside from the Joe Rogan experience,
3: I don't really watch a lot of podcasts. That's, that's not the right answer, Miss Kr. Yeah,
2: there we go. The there we go. Ding, ding, ding! You got it. I win. I think we'd like to conclude this episode with a happy birthday to Jaden, as a crew. Well, thank you again. Do you want thank me to you. sing
3: it in Polish for you? wait
2: Polish.
0: Wait, could you? That'd be Ooh. awesome.
2: I... Go for it. Okay
3: so lot so lot yeah she is she is numb. so lot so lot yeah she is she is not
1: so lot so lot yeah she is she is numb. yeah she is okay. thank you i feel honored I'm sure my my polish great uh, great i don't, I don't so know what you said
0: me. but uh, thank you awesome so miss car thank you so much we had a blast last year with you and even more fun today so anything you'd like to say to the people watching um
3: People should watch your podcast. It's fantastic. That's what we've and, been uh, saying. What we've been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, having me. I really appreciate it. It was nice. Give our best you guys. wishes.
2: Give our best wishes to Mr. R and the dude. Uh, well,
3: sure. right? Awesome. The dude will be four on Saturday, so
0: well, tell him happy birthday for me. Happy early birthday.
3: <laughs> Definitely.
1: Well, we'll have like a from the gradient podcast. We'll put the <laughs> message for him. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for uh, for spending time with us. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a great great pleasure to have you on the podcast, and uh, look forward to it, seeing you soon.
2: Yeah, hopefully we'll Think see each other first Follow us on Instagram at the Gradient Podcast. <laughs> That's really? not our handle. Th- that that's really? not our
0: handle. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: not our handle. Okay.
0: <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Gradient Podcast, on Twitter at Gradient Podcast, and on YouTube at Gradient Podcast. We're everywhere. You know. Make sure to check
2: out our website for the after show, the special gradient, the gradient segment where each member talks about their own individual experience on the episode. Make sure to follow us on Apple or listen to us on Apple Music and Spotify.
0: You know, we're everywhere. So we're
1: everywhere. <laughs> We've got our we've got our tentacles throughout the uh, throughout the podcast game yeah th- thank you for listening uh, as I said make sure and go ahead and follow on all of our platforms and uh hope to see you next time. have a nice day. Thank you man those guys are smart. you should go ahead and follow the At Gradient podcast on Twitter Instagram and you should subscribe, you should subscribe to subscribe us on YouTube as well hundred
0: percent let's get those subscriptions likes comments coming in
2: for sure this time for sure sure, yeah (laughs) this time i did not get our handles wrong (laughs) yeah but thanks thank you guys so much for
0: watching again like always we just want to end the video by saying it really does help us out when you subscribe to us give us you know like our videos and on all platforms just give us a follow a like and a share Um, Especially when it comes to our YouTube channel, a lot of people who watch our videos aren't actually subscribed. And if you do enjoy our content, it really helps us out and does mean a lot. If you were to subscribe to our channel and just, it allows us to grow as a community and it allows us to just feel more motivated to continue to make good content for you guys. So thank you guys so much for watching. Have a nice day. No, you said that so late.